Girl, your braids are beautiful. Where'd you go? Somewhere on Crenshaw. Damn, look how they bonded, dog. <laughs> if my ex-wife and my baby mama don't get along at all, Maya just cool like that. <laughs> so you're Maya? Yeah. I just love Jabari. We all love Jimbari. <laughs> Welcome to Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriend's Podcast. Today's episode is Where Everyone Knows My Name. Etsy, what's going on? You know, I was getting my Becky on this weekend. Oh yeah, you went skiing or something, right? Yeah, with the Claire's. Mm. <laughs> the Claire's and the Hannah's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what's up i can't take that cold i couldn't do it i don't know how you know you it's not it. even that cold it's just like you just gotta put on a coat it's not brisk like in new york we used mm. to we're used to it being brick it's not brick it's just cold mm. okay i might yeah. i might try the ski one day with the snow bunnies um but this is netty <laughs> this is netty smith and today we have a special guest with us to talk about this episode from the fuck boy problems podcast it is Justin Rain. What's going on, Justin? Woo! What's up? What's up? What's up? Woo! Yes. <laughs> Don't say, oh, hell no. Say, oh, hell yes. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, thank you so much for being here. And you know, what's funny. Last week, uh, I was telling Etsy, uh, we have our first male guest star. And he's a podcaster. And she was like, oh, no, we don't want a fresh and fit situation going on. Oh, no, man, we don't do that. Oh, no, 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 we don't do that here. He's good. He's good, people. I listen to your show and it's it's really good. So uh, tell us about your podcast. Okay, so fuckboy problems. I don't know if you've been living under a rock, but if you live on Earth, you have definitely met one or two or many. And the goal of this podcast is all about debunking this whole idea of like a fuckboy. I look at a fuckboy as like a creature out in the wild. It doesn't have a gender, a man, a woman. A them can be a fuckboy. They're careless, they're manipulative, they lie. And we just break down all the different nuances and characteristics and types of fuckboys you may meet out in the wild literally so we just take each episode we find like a pun like mr casper the friendly ghost about ghosting mr can't keep it up you know what that means (laughs) and mr i got you next time we've all been on that date and they acted like they lost their wallet or they just didn't have it so it's just about the everyday dating experiences that you deal with and we have men women trans non-binary people come on um any and every race and we just talk about those different dating experiences we listen to letters from other people we try to give them some advice we have a song that we pair to it because some people heal sonically and then we also have a therapy tip from a or word word of affirmation from a therapist so we really try to help you you know feel heal then deal Ew. i love it i listened to uh, a few episodes and i like that when you do the song of the day or the song that you choose it's not just stuck to like the what's going on now like you choose a lot of old school which i like the one episode oh, yeah. i listened to that the first one i listened to was uh you chose free yourself by oh, fantasia, yeah, by fantasia. 
Baby, you don't, baby, don't. Because I was like, oh, he's going to pick some new stuff that I ain't heard of, mm-hmm. that the kids are listening to today. But you, yeah, you stick to, like, what I love, so. The funny part is the guests, they pick their songs. So it's really interesting. Oh, they do? Yeah, so, so we try to get them to pick whatever song that they were healing through the situation through. So it's like, take us back into the time machine. So usually we don't have anything, like, oh. too, too relevant, unless it's, like, you know, like a 21-year-old. But I try to have mm. people that have lived experiences, <laughs> Personally. Right. Okay. <laughs> of course. So, based on the definition of a fuckboy, what character or characters in Girlfriends have that fuckboy energy or exude fuckboy tendencies? Past or present? Oh, my gosh. Oh, let's see. Um, what was it? Toe-sucking Charles. He def- He was fuckboy number one. I think that was like the first fuckboy. Toe-sucking Charles. Toe-sucking Charles. I think we have to like hit him up from the gate. He Season one, he was on his shit. Tony definitely has been a fuckboy. She's probably like the queen of the fuckboys. <laughs> Me, myself, and Tony I. Charles. I don't know, Greg. You could con- Greg pulled some fuckboy shit. Greg oh, yeah. pulled some fuckboy shit. That you want to call up- it karma, but... The setup with the girl and a pumpkin and a shopping cart. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that was elaborate. <laughs> it was it was very orchestrated. It was a lot. Mm-mm. You meditated on this. You took time out of your day to really get that one right. <laughs> and it was a long con too because it was a few days. Like he pretended mm-hmm. to get back with her. Slept mm-hmm. with her. Got her feelings. Got her all invested. She moved him back in that fast. She was yeah. dumb too. <laughs> that was Jesus. dumb. Well, yeah, those are those are good examples. Uh, so let's get into this episode where everyone knows my name. Original air date 421-2003, written by Regina Hicks. And uh, Etsy, go ahead and give me that cold open. So William is at their go-to lunch spot, and he has a list of things he wants to do before he goes back into corporate America. So he wants to be on Soul Train, he wants to fly to San Francisco, and he also wants to meet Thelma from Good Times. Oh, God. That is a very (laughs) interesting list. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm like, I don't even know. We'll get to the Good Times scene, but I don't know most of the characters from Good Times. (laughs) I didn't need that. I really did not need that. It was cute. Yeah, I don't think it worked. Yeah, I see where they were going with it, but... mm. Not really. I think I think they were just trying to pay homage to another very influential black show, but it was kind of weird the way they did it. I feel like maybe someone had a contact with you know the actress and shit, and they wanted to try to find a way to work her in. True. Maybe Mara, she was just really into good times. Yeah, it had something because I was mm-hmm. like, this is this is not my era at all. Oh, I mm, love good me times, neither. but it was weird. It felt forced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really did. And it went on a little long, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, their date. So we could have got to that joke and her breaking character <laughs> faster. It was, it was it was a little awkward. But that's William also on all of his dates, so maybe that's just what it is. That's true. That's very mm. true. Mm-hmm. So we find out, yeah, based on that, we find out that Maya is cousins with Thelma, so she can get William the hookup to, to meet him. But he still doesn't understand she's an actress and mm-hmm. not the character Maya really is the plug I mean from yes. from your hair I mean, from Liquid City she got a cousin for everything that's what she I do. said she got a cousin a neighbor a homegirl for everything and it's not it's like no cap though about it like she literally will pull her car <laughs> <laughs> and she'll be mad humble about it like yeah you know she's my cousin no, no big deal mm-hmm. whatever yeah 
What's her real name? <laughs> what, 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 what What's her real name? Bernadette. Bernadette, Bernadette Stannis. Stannis. Yes. That is a name, okay? <laughs> it sounds like um, a slave name, no? It do. It, it sounds sound like, like an old school name. A slave oh. name, she said. <laughs> As he please. <laughs> I don't know. Bernadette sound oh, like a white woman <laughs> in theater, oh, white, but no, I guess it's, it definitely sounds post-slavery. Bernadette, maybe oh, maybe no. after, like when they first got freed in the South. That's what. I- <laughs> and uh, back to the Soul Train thing. Do y'all remember anything about this era of Soul Train? Because it sounds like an old reference to want to dance on Soul Train. I feel like he wanted Don Cornelius's soul yeah. train. I feel like he wanted to like go back into the time machine with the mesh top and the leather pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. So back at Joan's house, Maya walks in and apologizes for being late. And Tony says, uh, yeah, we know you had to drop off jalopy. Get to the point. So that's when she explains that she had a rough week and she wants to go out. And Lynn's like, wait, have you considered that we all may have dates? See how y'all do? See? See this? Now that y'all have boyfriends... Oh, 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 excuse me. I have a fiancé. I'm on a path somewhere. Not like these two heifers. <laughs> what? So you guys are just gonna leave Maya alone again on another weekend, huh? Huh? Whatever happened to we're your friends? Girl, we're gonna be there for you. Single life is fun! They just get up and start getting ready for their dates. They don't care. I thought it was, a uh, girlfriend. Oh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, I thought it was... I thought, I was a little confused by this scene. So, if she dropped Jabari off and she didn't know that they had dates, then why are you dropping Jabari off? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. did you think you that... what? That is a good point because eventually she goes to that, that other spot to see Darnell. Right. Maybe she dropped him off at her mom's. It feels intentional. It feels like it was premeditated. Her Brandy's mom was moved on. Away to San Bernardino. Yeah, it's an hour away or something. So that's too far. Yeah, it's like yeah. inland. It's like inland from LA. Yeah. So mm. yeah, that's a good catch. I didn't realize that. Like, where you dropped them off at? I guess Big Mama's house. Then I guess we see them go to um, Blue Bar just to mm-hmm. kind of keep her company. They still plan on leaving at first, but. As she's talking about her problems, they look like they're just drained of hearing about this shit. Um, mm. And we, I've been there. I've been there while I've been the person where I just want to, you know, when you have a problem or you have a breakup or something like that, you just want to talk it out. You just want to, mm-hmm. you just want to get the words out. And sometimes the friends are just like, yo, this is, we're trying to turn up right now. And you trying to talk about this, this person who's not even around anymore. Mm-hmm. Me right now in life. Oh, <laughs> Okay, Maya, clearly you really need us tonight. So you know what? It's fine. I'll just I'll just cancel my plans with Allison. I will stay with you. I'll stay too. But you can scratch Wednesday. <laughs> All right. Hell. Damn, I was lying anyway. Ty's not even in town. Well, it turns out Tony was out here lying. Tony's lying. lying she's a, <laughs> she had she's a date with that TV, okay? But I've been there before. <laughs> the I've been shows. that friend. I've been that friend. <laughs> <laughs> what where you just don't want to hang out you just want to sit at home yeah, watch tv like you, you know sometimes 
We've all had that Maya friend that didn't want to take no for an answer or they were going mm-hmm. through it. And, you know, like if you have that honest conversation about what your plans really are, like a good friend would show up for their friend. But Tony is like that friend with conditions, as long as it does not disrupt her and her life and the things <laughs> that she wants to do. So it's kind of like Tony first and everybody a second. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, like Tony knew if she admitted that, you know, that Todd was out of town, she was going to have to do what a good friend would do. And she hates doing that. We already know Mm. so what do you think of that because you know this there's parts of this episode where tony's great at toward the Mm -hmm. end and there's parts where she says shit and i'm like what the fuck tony like what's up with the shade Mm -hmm. what do you think of tony as a whole justin I really love Tony, but I love like the development of Tony. Like my favorite season has to be either either season three, like this season when she when she kind of goes through this marriage transformation, or season four where she has marriage, marriage falls apart. But I just think she's like one of those complex characters where like you don't really want to admit it, but she's more common than some of us, or maybe me. I just relate too much. Like I've been that person where I cared about everyone else, so you saw everyone else struggle, and you're like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Or you saw your parents struggles, and you want to correct that in your own life in your own adult life and I think sometimes people overcorrect or you're so hyper focused on these priorities because it is just you and you've taken care of everyone else as we already know her backstory so I think that pushed her even more into I'm just going to be all about me and also sometimes life teaches you that like people won't look out for you at least for me you live in New York New York is some shady jaded people out in New York okay Mm -hmm. And it yeah. will teach you to just worry about yourself and don't trust anyone else and keep, you know, keep your goals in in the, in the front, in the front. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. All I right, love that's her. a good point. Okay, but she's you're kind of selling me on her. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, she's still, she's still trash. She's still trash. <laughs> like, let's not say, like, the woman did. She, she, she needs some therapy. She I really think, does. I think, uh, I think a lot of them on this show need therapy. Um, oh, everyone. <laughs> You think everybody? Oh, yeah. You think Some Maya aspects needs? they all do. I think everyone. Oh, Maya, Maya? probably more than anyone. Oh, yes, Maya probably uh, more than course. anyone. I she went through Joan. this whole role reversal. Oh, oh, I mean, John. Huh? Oh no. Oh, no, John, certainly. <laughs> that attachment issues. <laughs> I was gonna say. And I think Maya, Maya needs it the least. But Maya has a support system. That's what we're discrediting. Maya is Mm. probably the only one out of them that has an actual support system that's genuine outside of the friend group. So we don't. So Mm. she kind of has her mom to lean on. She has her cousin. She has, you know, like, what is it? TTNM or whatever at the hair salon. She has all her. She has a support system outside of the girlfriends. So as you process and heal and go through these things, I'm sure she leaned on those individuals too. Versus the other girlfriends, they literally only have. The girlfriends to bring mm-hmm. all their drama to or bring all their issues to. So they decide to stay with her and they go to this place. It's like in her old neighborhood. Mm. It's in the hood. They go to Inglewood, honey. Inglewood? Yeah, Inglewood. They go to the trap. <laughs> <laughs> so I skipped the William stuff for now. We'll go back to Bernadette and him. Child. But the girls are at the spot. I like the vibe. They're drinking. Um, Joan's curious as to why they're there. Maya says, uh, because this is where it's happening. This is where the real brothers are. And Tony's complaining because she don't want to be in Inglewood. She don't feel safe there. <laughs> Which I don't know much about the West Coast, but okay. I, I just I came hear. from there. And yeah, I, it's you, kind you, of yeah, yeah. I would say, um, I kind of get what she's saying, like about like the area, but that's any hood area. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, yeah. you just got to be aware. Mm-hmm. She was being extra, but we know Tony. <laughs> 
Um, Maya's not trying to talk to no dudes, um, but this guy comes up to her. His name is Maverick. I'm Maverick. Oh, hi, I'm Maya. Hey. hey. I guess we Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> that joke, out of here. You're done. Who thinks of this? <laughs> Who would say that? That's, that's how dudes are, though. They think they're clever. And the first really thing, the do. first person that came to my mind was the rapper. I was like, "What is he, what is he talking about?" It took me a while. Oh, to, um, see the branding. <laughs> see, we don't think about the candy no more when we say it took Eminem. Why to be like, "Oh, he talks about the candy, Chad." Oh, he, he tried it. Oh my gosh! But Lynn's like, "Oh, I've, I just finished my drink. I'll dance. I'll dance." <laughs> He's I'm like, good. "Nah, I'm good." <laughs> and he walks away. I'm like, "What? Wait, what? What the fuck? This happened to Lynn in the previous episode when they did that flashback." We did the Reese the Pact episode, and they did a flashback mm-hmm. to where mm-hmm. Brian had an extra ticket to the M- MC Hammer concert, mm-hmm. and Lynn was like, "Oh, I'll go." And he's like, "Nah, nah, Tony, you want to go?" Mm. So I'm like, "Why are people always treating Lynn like this? What is what is that?" Lynn acts crazy. She kind of gives off like crazy vibes. She's a little too alternative. Yeah, she gives up like alternative, and then you're in the hood. So the alternative mixed girl in the hood, you don't know what you don't know what to do with her. Yeah, dang, I never thought of that at all. I'm like, okay, why wouldn't he dance with her? But all right. Um, so that's like the seventh guy Maya's turned down, and they're like, well, what's going on? She's like, I'm just here to have a night out with the girls, and I want to do it here at the spot. Tony's tearing up the catfish. So while Maya gets up to get another drink, she asks for another order of catfish and white bread, of course. And while she's gone, Joan's like, her girls, I think, um, I think we've been bamboozled. And Tony's like, wait, this ain't real catfish? <laughs> she's like, no. Nah. I'm like, can you imagine her being catfished by the catfish? Is this white egg? I would lose my shit. <laughs> oh, man. I never, I probably wouldn't even notice. Like, if it tastes good in this season, right? And that did look good. The breading on that it catfish did. was hitting. She was making me Ooh. hungry the way she was eating it. Ooh. She was licking her fingers and everything. She was hitting the comedy notes this episode. She was like the she comedy really relief. Was. Tony really was. She was carrying the team. She was. Like, some episodes are just laugh out loud funny, but this one was kind of like, kind of medium on that. It wasn't yeah. that much going on as far as comedy. They wanted you to feel that. Even the music was kind of like a little bit low beat. It was like different too, like the background music. Mm-hmm. They definitely were trying to put you in a the, mood. The lighting too. Yeah. Oh, and that, yeah, in the club. The club light. Yeah, it but was it was like a dingy. spotlight. Did you notice the spotlight on them though? Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't know. That was so like, okay, so like we're going to act like we're in a club, but we have a spotlight just on us and this dark <laughs> right, club right. everywhere else. <laughs> Uh, apparently Maya used to go to this club with Darnell back in the day. So bottom line, everyone's like, okay, she came here to see Darnell, hoping to bump into Darnell. And every five minutes she's been looking over her shoulder. And Tony's like, well, it's Inglewood. I, I've been looking over my shoulder too. Okay. Safety first, safety first. Yeah, of course. I mean, strength in numbers too. Don't have your back to the door too, people. Malcolm X oh, taught yeah. us that. Don't have your back to my, the door. My, gran- my grandfather is like a stickler for that. No back yeah. to the door. That's like definitely it's a, a grandpa thing. thing. Yeah, that's certainly a black thing. <laughs> what, what are yeah. the other what are the other no nos? I always take a receipt. I always get a bag. I'm oh, from the South. Yeah. I'm from like Arkansas and like the Mississippi area. So like that was like one of the first things I was taught. Like if you buy like a little small thing, like even gum, everything, like my mom would be like, get a bag. I always make sure you had a receipt. Mm. 
So that they don't um, think you're stealing. Because stealing, yeah. People would set you up, say you're stealing, or just you walking out, you'll just be the one person that they pick, like, um, gotcha. to give you, like, a more realistic context. You're in Walmart. So, like, when you walk out of Walmart, you know, the Walmart was, like, this iconic place where they would constantly racially profile. So that's why they started doing a receipt thing where they would have to, like, they ask you for your receipt to exit to highlight and make sure all your items are there. So yeah. that was kind of, like, from my experience as a child. I would see that happen all the time. But I think if that happened now, like it would be a total like internet drama if Walmart got caught for that. Oh yeah, somebody pull their phone out. Things we have to do. Uh, the fact that a child has to like, oh my gosh. Mm, well, now they don't be giving out bags. Everything is like recycled, sustainable, etc., etc. Et but I'm like, I still want my receipt though, girl. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. true. So uh, when Maya comes back, Lynn straight up asks her like, "Did you come here hoping to see Darnell?" And she, of course, denies it. And she also says she ain't thinking about Darnell. But Tony said, well, apparently he ain't thinking about you either because he just walked in here with another woman. Mm. And I'm Gagged. like, oh, Gagged. shit. Mm. I would have been like, let's leave. We're done. Uh-huh. I couldn't do it. I couldn't stay there. Leave through the back. Uh-uh. Talk about a glutton for punishment. No. And plus, yeah, she showed up there hoping to see him. You get what you get yeah that's what i'm saying like you wanted this and i believe didn't she already know he had a girlfriend because you have a child if your child meets another woman children usually run back and tell because jabari also runs his mouth well we find out you would think that (laughs) later that what they're referring to isn't what she thought so that's why jabari Mm. didn't run back and tell her because he don't oh because jabari didn't think it was probably important anyway yeah uh, yeah he probably so thought I, they were just like meeting that past now this my co-worker hold it yeah he uh-huh. probably like played it the way your dad do i don't know your dad your parents separate oh, like, you ever had your dad meet one of his like oh okay hi this lady bye-bye oh, <laughs> oh this this is my co-worker uh-huh. oh jesus yeah i've my dude as soon as my dad did that i'd be like mama listen um i saw him with especially some if she looked good if she looked good too uh, there was some lady I, I don't know what what's up but there was some lady that he told me that he introduced me to yesterday i don't know what y- y'all deal with that but i'm just letting you know what's going on i'm just dropping a I dime mean, for I you mean, you, okay? you ain't here for me though you ain't here for me. <laughs> right you know what it bounced back on you <laughs> say you gonna do that to my mama we we gonna i, won't I just want her. you to be informed right. i just want you to die yeah. <laughs> it's gang gang over here so that's when jones like yo we should just leave and maya's like why because he walked in with another girl you know what we're divorced we're grown folks he got anything so i got mine what, what exactly do you have maya <laughs> she has a rich and satisfying life that's right i'm happy <laughs> and then that's when we get the ding 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 from uh, Peanut mm-hmm. making an announcement. Him and Darnell are paying for the drinks of everybody in the place because oh. they're celebrating. What are they celebrating? Oh, no. They just got the finally an auto body shop. Finally, all these years <laughs> of sacrifice. Ooh, Off the back of this that. woman. Told her she Ooh. couldn't go back to school or nothing. Right. Yeah. Remember that? Remember Ooh. that? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Didn't even do it till she left you. So what have you been doing all that damn time? I've been so mad if I was her. Oh, I would have wore him out. I don't mean to sound like a broken clock, but I say this all the time. Women, please, please, I beg of you for your future self. Do not put your dreams on hold for no nigga. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because guess what's going to happen? You fuck around. And if that nigga 
actually does something with that dream, you ain't gonna reap the benefits. Have y'all not seen that movie with um with Taraji? Y'all uh-huh. seen that movie? What what's that movie? I forgot. What is it? Acrimony? A? Acrimony. That's what it is. That's literally the story of that movie. It's a, it's a Medea film. No, it's a Tyler yeah, Perry. Let's also Medea. that's good. That's a good footnote in that promotion. <laughs> We want to prime you to lower that expectation before you press play. Yes, yeah. you must because there's some writing mistakes. There's some things well, where know, I'm like, and there's some visual mistakes too, where I'm like, very much. They also shot it in seven <laughs> days. They shot it in seven days yes, because that I was the only that. time she had. She literally had one week, so it was rushed. It looked rushed. You know, Mr. Perry, he he'll cut corners, shit. So you talking? That's the coupon queen, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but one that get one goes, free yeah Ew. literally that's the that's the way she shoot that movie she probably be shooting two shots at the same time with the same set we're not even paying attention okay she probably got that she probably shooting her own show and a bt show on the same set oh and we're not watching on oh i bet you the mess Dang. we could find Man. if they, we did a deep dive mm-hmm. <laughs> I, he doesn't need to cut corners i, I thought he got money but whatever that's why know. he got money yeah, because he oh, cutting corners. He, he keeping his clothes. He said he ain't hiring them writers, baby. He said, we're still working like we were working when we were homeless, okay? We're going to okay. use the same formulas. Sheesh. They worked in. They got me where I need to go. Demon time. <laughs> Very much demon. <laughs> so, uh, P&D Auto Repair. That's the name of the uh, the, the auto shop. Peanut and Darnell. That's so Super creative. Super imaginative. <laughs> So they buy everyone's drinks, and once the announcement's over, Tony's like, damn, Maya, he got a business, a love life. Is it just me, or does it sound like his life's a lot more rich and satisfying than yours? Damn. That's not a friend. That's what I said, but everyone loves this character. I think they just love the bitchiness. That's not a friend. That's not a friend. And their friendship was like a slow burn. Their friendship was a slow burn. It started out real mean. Like Tony would correct her uh her grammar and talk about she ghetto and Remember when she came back from Paris and she said she didn't go to France. She went to Paris, Texas. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I like when I see them have good moments. Her and and Tony have a really good moment at the end here. Mm -hmm. Um and a few other places in the series because it it started out real rocky. It really I did. think the issue is they had no actual foundation or background in friendship, and she was just thrown into this already kind of like pre-made like friend group with yeah mm-hmm. established. There you go, that's the word. And they had years, like at least ten years of established friendship. And yeah. Tony is clearly one of those type of people that's super judgy. So sometimes those people, it takes a long time for them to really like have trust. She already has trust issues. So I think that's why it took what five seasons, I think, for them to really seem like real friends and stop like shading each other. Yeah. Mm. It's a lot. I try to like Tony as much as I can. I try to see the good, but it's just come on, Tony. You can't it's say shit like this to this girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but Maya's ready to go. So they try to sneak out the back, but that's when Peanut sees Maya. I knew that was you, girl. Oh, hey, what's up, Peanut? How you doing, bro? <laughs> Damn, I guess good news travels fast. And you came out to celebrate with us. That's class, girl. That's class. <laughs> so he's thinking that she's there to celebrate Darnell and them getting the loan. But how would she know that? His mama, big mama. I feel like somebody says something. You can mama. hear in the hood. You connect it. Everybody talks. That's true. Yeah. Why the fuck would she be there to celebrate when she ain't finna benefit off of none of that shit? They already divorced. 
But I kind of <laughs> thought it was true. I kind of thought she actually did because it would make sense why she kind of premeditated this whole thing to oh, get there. Yeah. But I don't think she. T- I don't think she took into account that he might bring someone. I gotcha. think she. I think she had kind of like premeditated all of this. I think she knew, and that kind of like to me, like that was like the threat. I was like, oh, okay. Now all of this makes sense. Why we decided to be here today. Mm. that's a good idea i was wondering why she was pushing so hard for that but that actually is a good is a good through line i didn't mm-hmm. think of that but maya's like okay well i'll just say congratulations on whatever and head out so she tells uh peanut that and she tries to leave and he goes wait 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 you ain't saying nothing to darnell he right over here and yells out darnell's name and he's like hey look who's here and he brings over his old shorty his his new shorty to, to say hi to maya mm. damn so mm. he says hi to the girls. He doesn't introduce the girl at all. He just says hi to them, and they just kind of stand there. And Joan is the first to reach out her hand and be like, hi, I'm Joan. I really like that move. Joan did make a girlfriend move. She was like, oh, we're not intimidated by you. We, we see you. Of course. Right. That was a black girl move. That was definitely a black girl move. That's the type of shit I would do. I do shit mm. like that. I, I, <laughs> I, I, the drama's punk, not about me. I love, to punk, I love to punk a bitch. I love to punk a bitch for my friends. I'll move. I got this. Yeah. They tried you. They tried you. Now, what were you saying? Hello. Nice to meet you. Yeah. What's your name again? Who are you? Okay. That's who you are. All right. Lauren. Cool. Is that what it was? Lauren? <laughs> Raina? I would have. I would. Yes. I would have wore her name out. La, la, la what? <laughs> Lorraine. <laughs> so Lena is there with Darnell. He doesn't. Well, we don't know if that's his girl or not. We just assume. And Lena just all of a sudden says, I, I like your braids to Maya. She says they're beautiful. She's like, well, where'd you get them done? And Maya's like, uh, somewhere on Crenshaw. <laughs> that was so shady. <laughs> well, I mean, Lena, Lena don't even know who Maya is at this point. Right. He just see the girls. Do y'all really think she didn't know? That that was Maya? Yes. She couldn't know. She knows of Maya, but she doesn't know that that was Maya. It's possible. Know what she looks like. It's possible. Remember, this is early 2000s. I don't know. I guess it is possible. Maybe people don't have pictures. I feel like she could have seen a picture or something. something. Yeah, a picture or something. I just feel like, I don't know. I've had these experiences where, like, you meet the new girl and she tries to play like she doesn't know who you are. Oh, I love Mm. it. Like, okay, stop trying. Don't compliment me, my braids. Yeah. To Mm. try to, like, get into a conversation to let me know I know who you are, like, whatever. And that's why Mike was like, "Uh uh-uh, girl. You know where to get an African hair brain spot. They're on every corner. Yeah. Exactly. where you got it done. We all know where to get our hair done. Yeah. (laughs) You don't need to know where. Yeah. You just wanted to say something to me because I wasn't acknowledging you. You gotta mm-hmm. catch that little sneaky stuff, them little sideline hoes. I do. like that you're interpreting that because I would have never caught none of that if you didn't explain all that stuff to me. Trust no bitch. Trust mm. no bitch. Okay, got that on the shirt. <laughs> yeah. So peanuts, like, oh shit! Look, they're getting along. You know, my ex-wife and my baby mama, they don't get along at all. But Maya's cool like that, you know. And that's when Lena's like, oh shit, you Maya? Yes, bitch. That's why we need to introduce ourselves. So we know who each other is. But there's like this awkward silence. And she says, oh, I just love Jabari, by the way. I was like, oh, you trying to fight. You trying to fight. You get these hands. Maya's face drops. And you see Darnell kind of make this oh shit face like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm here about this. Why you got this bitch around my kid? Exactly. Who is you this chick? You know that's what was in her head. 
And I'm trying to tell y'all, she was trying to let Maya know that she was in. Like, it just felt like to me, like, oh, like, you're going to play dumb. Like, I don't know who you are. And then, oh, yeah, like, she just wanted to, because also, remember, your niggas here. So you got to be, like, cute with it. You can't, you got to do stuff that, like, niggas not going to read through. Niggas is dumb. Niggas don't read through, (laughs) niggas don't read through shade like that. And then you want to throw in that you, that you see my baby. Any bitch that know that they're divorced. And he already said no that he like introduced that. her as a friend, that he didn't introduce her as a girlfriend. So you also know that the child doesn't really know who you are. So why would you need to let the baby mama know that you know that you like spent time with her right. child? Right. It was like she wanted to like poke. It felt like you were trying to poke yeah. and poke and poke. Yes. I'm glad Tony jumps in and breaks attention by saying, uh, well, we all love Jimboree. I'm just letting you know that. <laughs> I want the list of all the names. I thought someone made a list one time of all the names. She's get she's called him. I've seen a like a video where someone yeah, cut I've together. Yeah, I've seen a clip. Yeah, all the. I want to put them on a T-shirt like all the different names of Jabari, like a word cloud. Ooh, that like would be a cute. All over print kind of thing. Yeah, you can make like a J, but then the J was like a word cloud of all his like oh, names. Shit. That would be funny. Y'all should do that. Y'all should do that for the show and make merch. I gotta see how okay. how to to graphically design that let me know i got somebody too that might could do it for you let me know i think that'd be a cool idea for y'all he got the clip that would be yeah let's let's think on that and yes we'll we'll we'll, we'll meet on that we'll meet in the back room yeah (laughs) so darnell darnell looks looks great here by the way he looks i think i I don't think he looks any more fine than how he usually looks he's usually fine I don't know. I mean, the his normal, his normal kind of find it. The works hair was me. too big last time, like a oh, Jackson. He had the Almost afro. like it wasn't really neat. Now oh, it's neat. Oh, okay. You know, he done got that shape up. Now it's a wrap. Now yeah. he fine, fine. Well, you know, he a small business loan nigga, so you know he gotta look good. <laughs> he gotta try to look good. <laughs> that a SBA loan? <laughs> <laughs> not a peep. Not he's the PPP. <laughs> That was the PPP no. of, the, of the past, yeah. <gasps> yeah, the original PPP. <laughs> oh my god! But Maya's ready to go. She heads out and she stares down Lena as she leaves, and she says, "No, well, Lena says, nice to meet you.' Does she try to touch Maya's shoulder in this part? I don't remember. I don't remember. Did she? She did do a shoulder thing. She did do this, like oh, like yeah. she where she didn't want to like touch her. Like I didn't even want to be near your aura." Ooh. Yeah, something like that. I was like, "Girl, you you better not be touching Maya." I don't. I ain't never seen. But we they seen all Maya did that yet. extra walkout. They all did that extra walkout. Yeah, of though. course, like, mm. you got to. You got to support your girl in their pants suits. Give a little shimmy. Mm-hmm. But before I go to um the next scene, which is Maya's house, we can go back to Bernadette Stannis and fucking see. We hit. We don't really like William on the show. His storylines are not juicy, but you know. William is a mess. The only time I liked William was when he was with Monica. And I think that was because I liked Monica and her mm-hmm. mess that she would keep him in. Monica, Monica's a vibe. She's a vibe. Yeah, she's you know, powerful woman trying to get this man his money and trying to get her this money by association. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like the real. She was just always real. Like It was never like you had to wonder what her agenda was, even if you did not like it. She was always clear and 100 about it. And she was a straight was. shooter. I can take that. And I think that's why William was like, oh, I can deal with this. But she came at him from the front door, not the back. I appreciate that. Okay. Hey, wow. So William's having lunch with Bernadette Stannis from uh, from Good Times. I swear I might have only seen one episode of Good Times. So this is all falling on deaf ears for me. But she looks bored. He's staring at her creepily. He's excited that he's hanging out with Thelma. 
Wilma Evans is Maya's cousin! No, no. Bernadette Stannis is Maya's cousin. <laughs> so, how's Booker? His name is Bookman! Look, look, you've got me doing it. His name is Johnny Brown. He's an actor, like me. <laughs> the reason why I asked is because I heard they were, they were gonna tear down Cabrini Green. And I was worried that he might be out of a job. Hey, speaking of job, do you still work at Bologna's Boutique? You know what they should have did? Wouldn't it be cool if they had enough budget to get Janet instead? Mm. And they were like, did the same scene, and he asked about Penny. Oh, yes, that would have been funny. You sitting here with Janet Jackson, and that's what you want to talk about? Yeah. Like, that was kind of at the height of her career, yeah. Do you think Janet Jackson gonna go and go and That was before Nipplegate, so you know. Yeah. She was hitting. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. She was like, she was the hot girl right now. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't have been able to afford her. Yeah. yeah. But that would have yeah. been. She was doing all this right now. Yeah, yeah. She was doing all that yeah. right now. <laughs> she was doing her thing, man. But that would have made more sense to me. I don't know this woman. Yeah, that no, does no, make No shade more to Bernadette. So Bernadette was like the hot girl of good times. Like she was like that ah. girl, the crush of good times. I used to watch Good Times and I watched a lot of documentaries. She was like the character that you had on your wall. So like I think that that's where that's coming from. Like the significance of him having a crush on her and him wanting to really oh, meet her. Oh, in his youth. Yeah. Yeah. So she was his crush as like a young boy, and now as an exactly. adult man, he's trying to manifest that. Exactly. So, like, I got it. I just think they did too much. I'm sure my, my parents would love this, though. But um, they ask about Booga, some other JJ. and I know JJ. JJ. Yeah, a little skinny JJ. Um, yeah, but um, the end of the scene, she just gives in and she's like, okay, fine. Like, I'll play along. And that's the end of that scene. So at Maya's house the next day after the club, Darnell goes over to, to Maya's house and brings over Jabari stuff. He's out playing with Armandi. We'll hear some stuff about Armandi as the as the um, series goes along. He's a friend of Jabari's, but Maya just wants to hear about this whole business loan thing, and she wonders why why I got to hear about your business on the street. Mm. He's like, are "You really asking about my business, or are you asking about Lena?" Both, nigga. Maya, Maya's funny. <laughs> she reacted so fast. You knew she was yeah. lying. She was like, well, it would have been nice for me if you told the mother of your child, the woman who helped you scrimp and save for your dream. Okay. That you got your dream. And these dudes, they do be leaving you in the dust once they got it. It's a wrap. They're going to trade trade you in for some other bitch who didn't see them struggle. I'm telling y'all. Stay woke yeah. out here. Lena only caught the end of that. She only caught the, the rich part of that. She wasn't there. She don't deserve it. She don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Uh-huh. I will put sugar in her gas tank. She don't deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) But while he's talking about, he he retells her everything that's happening. Like, yeah, we got a $150,000 business loan. She's like, I don't care about your business. I want to know who's the bitch you've been bringing around my child. And he says, Jabari only met Lena once and has no idea that she's his girlfriend. So this shit's like Facebook official. Mm -hmm. Like, they together. Mm Mm-hmm. He did. He stood 10 toes down when he said that, too. He had yeah. bass in his voice. He was like, I want no you hesita- to know. <laughs> no hesitation. That I really moved on. But that sounded more like resentment. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that he, like, the way he, like, nah, she definitely my girl. Like, I want you to know, and I want you to suffer. Mm-hmm. Shit. Mm-hmm. 
the fact that he's even saying it like that means that he still has feelings for her because if it was actually gone the way he's saying that the feelings are gone he wouldn't have a need to say oh yeah this is my girl boy shut up well i guess that's why maya goes well I, that's all right i'm dating too I'm like really maya okay all right i would have just don't don't what he did show up with the dude next time don't even have to tell him all that right just mm-hmm. show up at the place with yeah the dude. that would have been that would have been a slick move because mm-hmm. now he like oh shit you just saying that because i said that right mm-hmm. Maya? right <laughs> but he's like okay good for you good for you and she's like not good for me i know it kills you but it don't well it it appears not to darnell mm-hmm. look like he don't give a fuck he's like whatever maya so he's moved on moved on so we think Mm. Darnell is OG asshole when he wants to be, but then he also can be quite emotionally like tapped in. It's interesting. Like when they were going through their breakup, like baby, he had me crying when he went off on her. Like with the whole stand mess when she cheated on him. And remember when they were trying to end therapy and he broke, he was crying. He was like, I cannot like this. Like you broke Mm. me. You hurt me. Come on. That's some good acting. That's how you know, the like, emotional dudes are, though. They they can yeah. be angry, they can be crying. Like children, they know when to pull what emotion. I rather yeah. I rather you I rather you be in tune with your emotions and you be cold as ice, though. You know, you take the good with the bad. That was narcissist. He be trying to act like he cold as ice, though. Oh yeah, he's soft as a pillow. He's yeah. soft. He a little squishy thing. Yeah, yeah. When he was when they was trying to get back together, when she came to the house, and he's like, "Tell me that you don't feel mm-hmm. like I'm holding you back." Yeah. I'm like, dang, where'd yes. this all come from? Shit. Because you've been sitting around thinking about this for, for six years and ain't said it. Now, that's also the problem. Yeah. You never, that's all the things he did not time. say. Oh, yeah, they wasted time. But their dynamic was different, remember? The girlfriends is what awakened her voice. Yes, she. that's when she wanted to start doing more stuff. She went to get that dress, you know. That was a but problem. But she played the backseat. I think she just kind of like went with it, you know. And she was just neighborhood yeah. Mike. And I think through the girlfriend, she found like who she was as like an, it's an independent adult woman. And I think he just could not take that because it was such a shift in there. Like already set dynamic. You've been with somebody since high school. Then you want to switch it up at 25. That's like 10 years we've been living this one way. Now yeah. you're not going to let me call all the shots? Like, it's a yeah. culture shot. Yeah, it definitely is. But it's also like, they've been together for so long, but that's just because they were together so young, like 25. Yeah, that was their system, but it's only because they were doing it when they were so young. Like, 25 is still mm-hmm. so young. 25, 30, 35. Like, th- you're still very much, like, establishing what your life is going to be. Niggas don't be dying until, like, they like, in their 80s, some of them 90s. So it's mm-hmm. like, damn, like, I'm going to spend the rest of my... 50 60 years doing shit this bitch hell no so (laughs) when she found herself and like she kind of pivoted i think that it's something that happens with a lot of people who who get together young and kind of grow together they kind of grow apart and that's what was happening i think they did it way too Mm -hmm. young y'all had kids too young i got married too young child that's why y'all niggas is the first to divorce you don't you're not your own person before you get together with that person. Your identity is very much based on theirs. Yeah. And also, you don't really develop. I don't feel like you like really like transition and develop into like who you are as an adult, like a self-aware adult. Like that's when it's just starting to happen. Like between like 25 to 30, mm-hmm. I feel like 30 was like a whole wake up call. I like had this whole like wave of energy and pushing like a wake up call. Like, no, you need to take all this serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So I feel like, yeah, being a 16 year old and a 30 year old are two di- totally different brains. Mm hmm. Yeah. 
So Etsy, um, you want to talk about this William and Jones scene where they're trying to dance and shit? Because <laughs> I, I, I honestly, William and Joan are trying to dance. Did not even get it. This nigga comes out with some type of dominatrix. Um, I don't know what the flash fuck this dance. Nigga had on. I don't know what it was. She was giving flash dance slash eighties dance instructor, and he was giving. Was that Jamie Lynn Curtis? Remember her and yes. um, when they be in. The- Oh, when they be yes. at the little gym, With her and John Travolta, um, John Travolta and they be uh-huh. giving it to each other, it was giving very much that. <laughs> yes. It was. That's what it was giving. Or uh, fame. Yes, yeah, fame. fame. All, all of that. Y- y- y'all get the image. Y'all get it. Um, <laughs> and he was giving... Dominatrix or like back backup dancer for Janet. Something. Yeah, I don't but know. But her dudes be was... a little more cut. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, okay, William. And this was on on his to-do list before he got back to work. And then they start dancing, dancing, dancing. And five, six, five, six, seven, eight. Kickball change, kickball change. Shimmy, shimmy, coca pop. Shimmy, shimmy, coca pop. Pow, pow. Jossie. <laughs> Give it to me right here, baby. Yeah, all right, all right. Let me stretch out first. I want to pull a hammy on that cocoa puff. I know. <laughs> something happens where William is like, uh, I don't know about this one. And he starts writing something else on his list. Like, oh, find a new dance instructor. Yes. First of all, these names of these dance moves. <laughs> yeah, those are old. Cabbage th- Patch, Cabbage Patch, Jazz Hands, Fosty. <laughs> what? That's the end of that scene. Basically, they act in a full dressed like different eras of dance. Or dominatrix, whatever you prefer. So we're back with the girls at uh, at Salt, and Maya wants to go back to the spot, and the girls are like, Shh, "I don't know if we could do that." Mm. But Maya's like, "No, nah, I'm not there to like. I'm not. I'm not trying to make you guys change your plans with your boyfriends. I'm just making conversation." Mm-hmm. But Tony's down. She want to go back and uh and get some more of that catfish. That must be some good ass catfish. Mm. You know them holding the wall spots. They always got the best food. They yeah. do, and they they got that good grease that's got the flavor in it. You know, because they cook the fries and the fish in the same grease, so it's got good seasoning. I, I could tell. I was staring at that fish. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look like no show food. Like you know, when they have on set, they got that like the fake food, food that's been around. The fake food that looked real. Like they had just cooked that shit. That's mm-hmm. craft services. Maybe it was a. Oh <laughs> they, yeah. Catering. I bet you, yeah, I bet you they cater. I, well, that's what I, that would be lit. They cater catfish that day. <laughs> so Maya maintains that she's not going back to the spot because Darnell's going to be there. She's not looking for him. But Lynn's like, girl, let me get real. Maya, we saw how you looked at him and we saw how he looked at you. Don't make a huge mistake by trying to save face. Mm-hmm. If you want him, go and get him. I'm like, I don't know. Nah, they already got a divorce. It's a wrap for that. It's it's official too. Yeah, your friend was saying you mm-hmm. up for failure. It's like what? But also, are they really in a place right now to get back together? That was my biggest like thing as a friend. Not to say that like y'all couldn't be back together. Y'all aren't meant to be, but clearly not right now. You yeah. neither one of you all have done the things that you all said you wanted to do, or even do them out of a breakup. None of you all have like yes, he's just getting started. Just getting started on the, is the keyword actually for both of them. Yet. Yeah, so I think y'all need some time apart. Yeah, not good. But Tony and Maya roll on over to the spot. Uh, Tony's tearing up the catfish and points out that Darnell just walked in, and maybe that Maya should go talk to him. And Maya turns around and looks at him and goes, "Nah, I'm good." 
I don't want him. And Tony's like, nah, that's Cap, for real. And Maya's like, you know what? For a minute, I thought I wanted him back, but I don't. I'm not in that place anymore. I'm good now. Isn't that a crazy thing when you are infatuated with someone, when you can't get someone off your mind, and then all of a sudden, one day, it's just like, it's gone. That feeling is just, mm-hmm. it disappears. Mm-hmm. My feelings be disappearing once, once niggas start acting crazy. Well, that's obvious. You Nobody wants crazy people. I've had that where, like, you love someone, but you, like, see, like, I feel like Maya's whole issue, like, well, their crux of their issue was Maya had shifted to this place of wanting more, but Darnell was not yet there. And the more and more she saw Darnell's complacency, it started to become a turnoff. And you start to, like, you start to see the cracks in the foundation, you know, of a relationship that's 10 years. You start Mm -hmm. to see that now we're more and more incompatible. So I've definitely been that in that place before where, like, yes, you can love somebody. But as you kind of, like, shift and evolve, you can see how, like, "Mm," like, this is working less and less. If we're not kind of, like, on the same highway. We might not have to be in the same lane, but we need to be on the same highway going in the same direction. Mm, good point so um she says i need to move on and she's like oh my god he looks different he looks different he's like the same darnell <laughs> and tony's like yeah well this one's an entrepreneur <laughs> that was it that was it for me i'm trying to tell y'all tony was Yo, the comic tony, relief I will- <laughs> she said the other loser was a baggage handler <laughs> Damn, let's just let's just diss baggage handlers that are watching the show. She dissed him back then when he got caught cheating at Red Lobster. Okay, y'all know how she feel about oh, this yeah. man. She yeah. wore him out there. <laughs> yeah, he looking different. He following his dreams. He happy. That'll make you dress better, look better, get a haircut, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. See, this these are telltale these are telltale signs that maybe you don't need to be with a nigga while he get his till he get his shit together. Listen, do not be that come up girl. Do not do it. Yeah, like niggas tell you they want you to be ride or die, but it's always them riding on you till you die. <laughs> Sheesh, <laughs> come through I, with the words. <laughs> but yeah, she's like she gets up to go see Darnell and talk to him, and Tony's like, "That's my girl. Go get you a chain of auto shops." Now, that's the Tony we need mm-hmm. to be encouraging. Yeah. So she goes up to Darnell and he's like, oh, shit. Like, well, what bone do you have to pick with me tonight? And she's like, nah, I don't want to fight. I just realized I didn't wish you good luck. And she's really happy for him. She knows how much it means to him to have this business up and running. And he says, thank you. And they awkwardly stare each- at each other. And they're like, oh, my God, this is our song. Um, do anyone know this song? Because I was going to look up the lyrics. It's Given Up by Donny Hathaway that plays, right? Mm-hmm. Is it, is it about finding love? Or is it about giving up love? I don't know. You know? Like, I've heard huh. the song. I never, like, gave it energy like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they all kind of sound like getting you in the mood. Yeah. The chords are very sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the chords are definitely, yeah. But he asked her to dance. And she says, yes? I don't know how I feel about that. Because, like, he has a girlfriend. Yeah. What? And we're not trying to open up no other door with this dude. We're not trying to open up no more doors. I don't doors. think Maya give a fuck. Glutton for punishment. Come on, Maya. Come on. Glutton for punishment. Uh-huh. The, this episode should have been called Glutton for Punishment. It should have, I guess. Because mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, you know what? You have a girlfriend. And that, that would not be appropriate. But I wish you all the luck in the world, and you have a great night. I'm going to go back with my friend. She's eating some catfish. I'm going to hang out. Mm. Boom. 
you know, I'm I'm a controversial type of bitch, so I would have went like, sure. Make sure you make sure you dance right next to the door, so when that bitch come in, she gonna see you, gang, gang, bitch. I don't know. It really, de- I don't know. It depends on my mood and how I felt about him at the time. Like she yeah. kind of is in this whole like nostalgia, so I get how you could get caught up in, and then you also remember Lynn's advice. So she's kind of caught up in the nostalgia of what could be and the coulda, shoulda, woulda. But if I was also in like a petty place, I'd have been like, "Where that girl at with the bad bundles?" Or like, "Where they? Where? Where? where, where, where? <laughs> I'd be like, "Where that girl with the ponytail at? Where's she at? Mm. Why don't you go oh dance with her? God. Where's your new girlfriend, Darnell? Like, she? I, I could totally say, I'd be like, where's your new girlfriend at, Darnell? Don't you want to <laughs> dance with her? Like, the one you been having around my child? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's had a rough week." And I guess she needs this moment to get her through because it's a really cool moment. The lighting's really nice. They they dance real close. It's cute. If we didn't know anything about these two people, we would be like, dang, they're they're so in love. Mm-hmm. And that's when uh, shortly after they dance, Lena walks in and Maya sees her and pulls away and goes, oh, um, your girlfriend's here. And he goes, who? <laughs> See, he forgot where he was. Mm transported him girl like sailor moon you got that kind of power maya don't forget <laughs> mm-hmm. and so she kisses him on the cheek and he tried to do he try to go for the mouth it looked like he tried to go for the mouth i think he was trying to aim for the mouth but he kept it cute mm-hmm. yeah i think he was certainly open to it mm-hmm. oh definitely definitely he even he forgot he had a girlfriend he didn't know who she was talking about he hadn't even floated back down from cloud nine yet okay <laughs> his elevator was still coming down mm-hmm. but Let's flip it. Let's say y'all are in Lena's shoes and you walk up on your man dancing with his baby mama. Now, Lena ain't do nothing. She was just like, oh, hi. What's up? That's not what I expected from someone that would walk in on that. That's what I what said. What would you guys do? I was do? just like, girl, walk away and take your dignity with you. Like, first of all. Who, Lena? Yes. I, maybe it's just me, but I'm not really into fucking with niggas who, number one, got kids, number two, just now broke up with their baby mama or divorced or whatever. It's given very much mm. rebound. It's given very I much. They you. still fucking. It's just, ugh, girl, don't be getting yourself into some shit that's unnecessary drama like this. Like this. They got divorced yesterday, girl. <laughs> Uh, the variables there are a lot of variables in that yeah there are and if they can slow dance like that Mm. you know what you and you condone it you ain't say nothing about that right Mm -hmm. so what's the next move when thinking about this i guess i guess i'm trying to think like a fuckboy fuckboy problem y'all i'm trying Mm -hmm. to think like a fuck because this is definitely like a fuckboy move like on darnell's part this whole situation because i feel like they've only been dating for a few weeks him and lena from the way he like tried to play it cool and she's a girlfriend and all this i would assume that this is fairly new Mm -hmm. so then in thinking about lena's position i've definitely been that person where like you kind of know what their back history like what their dating history is but you don't and she did come in and like they pulled apart pretty quickly so i want to give her like the benefit of the doubt being like i know my position still new we're still figuring this out and you know like i'll just play it cool or whatever because that's his baby mama because at the end of the day you can't beat the baby mama like everyone knows that rule like the girlfriend can't beat the baby mama so you can choose to yeah so you can choose to fight it or you can choose to play it cool if you want to keep the dude and you can just win him in the long run and lena like we if you watch the show like that's kind of like how she plays it like i'm gonna always like try to have integrity and like i'm just gonna win him in the end in the long run 
And when they pull apart, Maya just walks out. She gives her a look. She gives Lena a look before she heads out. Mm-hmm. And I love the handheld camera work. Very nice. I don't know if we've gotten much of that throughout the series up until this point. Mm-hmm. But I love it as she's walking out, how the camera's just walking with her. Mm-hmm. And she leaves. And she leaves Tony there eating her catfish by herself. I was supposed to say, where's Tony at? <laughs> Didn't tell Tony a damn thing. Just left her. Mm-mm. I guess, you know, you got to humble Tony because sometimes. Tony's going to leave when she's ready anyway. <laughs> That's true. She know how to get around. Um, mm-hmm. And then we got our final scene with Joan and William, which is pretty quick. It's just they're, they're eating at salt. And he's like, all that's left on the list is to do number 23. And she's like, well, what's number 23? And he yells, Dine and Dash. I'm thinking, you ain't supposed to yell that when you're doing it. Exactly. That's how you get caught. Exactly. What the fuck? White kid shit. White kid shit. <laughs> White kid shit. But you know what? I've never done and dashed, you know? I, I, I want to know the thrill of that. It's cute. What does that feel like? And my thing is, why are you dining and dashing someplace where they know you? Did you come yeah. back to all the time? You go there all the fucking time. Yes, that's that's not the, the code of conduct when you want to do some shit like that. You do some shit like that at a place that you ain't never been before. And you're never coming and back. And you ain't never coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't even want to walk that block. That's what I'll If saying. the camera caught you. <laughs> yeah. Fear well, of being recognized, what... and y'all went up in there like unmasked everything. Don't <laughs> so they always? Y'all niggas always there. They probably know where the fuck you work. You probably made small talk with them. Like, girl, what? Jones Afro is undeniable. Exactly. It's not like you're seeing that Afro everywhere. You're not seeing her hair everywhere, especially yeah. back then. You weren't seeing natural hair like that out. Exactly. This nigga, this nigga with four black girls. You the only nigga that's always with four women. You think we don't we don't know where the fuck you bees at? Yeah, you know he got a particular order. You know William has a particular order. Oh yeah, <laughs> a regular, a usual. Yeah, it's like a regular usual, but like it's the real particular. You know, I get that salami yeah. on ride with just a little Dijon. Mm-hmm. Like I can totally see him. Yeah, like you know, like that's William. Well, that's the end of the episode. Thank God. Um, well, the episode was great. It was just a William scenes that I was just like, oh, well, do we really need this? Mm-hmm. It was just a time filler. Mm-hmm. But yeah. next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode. So, Justin, our guest, what was your oh hell yes moment? I wrote it down because I like, oh my gosh, like it's, it just resonated with me then and it resonated with, resonates with me now. And you guys probably can guess it. Um, it's when Tony and, um, and Maya, they go back to the bar and she's sitting down and Maya kind of has like this realization. She says, I thought I wanted him back, but I don't. I'm, I'm not, not in that place person. anymore. It's, it's just that, that I've been, been so miserable, miserable where, where I, I am. am. I wanted everyone around me to be miserable. Especially him. Not. He's not, and I need to move on. And I just thought that was like a real, like, real honest moment where sometimes like we don't want to be that real with ourselves. Nevertheless, with a friend present about kind of like where you are and what's going on emotionally. And I think if she hadn't gone back there, just kind of like had that moment of realization, I think it probably would have took her a lot longer to start moving on and get her priority, get her priorities together. But hope it helps somebody out there and help me nice that's a that's a good one Mm -hmm. what about you etsy my oh hell yes moment or i should say what's happening throughout the episode is actually tony 
being there for Maya, right? Because after that initial scene, we don't really see the other girls anymore with Maya. And even though, you know, Tony gonna throw her shade or whatever, but like, I think that's showing how much of a bond that they have built outside of the friend group. I like it. That's a great point. It, it might have helped that there was really good catfish where they were going. So <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to throw that out and, and keep it a buck. That Tony first. Tony first. It might have been the catfish. I mean, you know, she could have had the catfish without having to deal with all Maya stuff. She could have gotten that catfish to go. I guess. I guess so. But it would have been cold. Anyway. <laughs> Um, my oh hell yes moment was, uh, was what, what Justin said, but for a little, slightly different reasons, we've seen Maya throughout this series dealing with Darnell and dealing with their relationship, not being on point, him being, I don't know, let's say drill sergeant. And then once they, they broke up, she was still attached to him to the point where that was part of the reason she, she had sex with Jalen that night, right? in that previous episode mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what i liked is that she could finally let go of this dude this this dude is just in her thoughts all the time she's going to the other side of town to hang out now you can move on with your life and do what you need to do for yourself he got a business going what you gonna do for yourself maya so we about to reap the benefits of this child support from this body oh, yeah, shop. That that's what we about to do. Gonna be gonna be nice. Yeah, gonna be jumping. Absolutely. And if you're smart, you're not on child support, and you just like, and y'all so good, he just throwing you money. That really is the way. I don't think she ever put him on child agreement. support. They never, they never gave that vibe. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's our episode. Thank you so much, Justin, for being here. Uh, where can they find you? Where can the people? Where can the listeners find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Justin Period Rain, on TikTok at Justin Period Rain. If you want to laugh with me on Twitter, it's Rain, R A Y N E underscore Justin. If you want to follow my podcast, it's underscore FB Probs. I have link trees on all these things so you can find all the things. If you find me one place, you'll find me everywhere. So just go to the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, link tree is a new wave. Yeah, you got yeah a link, tree is, link tree is that girl. Yeah. She gets the job done. Child, Justin need to drop the skincare routine because it's glowing. I do. I I do all the time. Oh, yeah. If you guys want skincare, definitely follow me on Instagram and TikTok. I'm constantly doing tutorials. I'm always giving out a promo code, always showing my favorite products. That's what I'm talking about. And now, oh, my gosh, I have a social media manager. So the content is coming, coming, coming. Even more now. Nice. Well, shout out to you, Justin. Thank you. And uh, for our show, you can rate, subscribe, review. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars. Uh, write a review we'll read it on the air and the next episode is called too much sharon i think it might be about sharon (laughs) but you know but we'll see we'll see we'll see but until then until next week when we cover that episode i am nettie smith and i am etsy Rowe. i am justin rain and thank you so much for listening we'll see you next week bye